Folks, thanks again for joining us here for the General Knowledge Podcast. This is a bonus show number six, and uh, we've got an interesting one for this evening. As you may have heard from our uh, regular podcast, Andy's been uh, trying to tee up a number of guests for either that show as well as the bonus show as well, um, as he's made contact with quite a few interesting people at the uh, the Paradigm Shift down there on the Gold Coast, which he attended last week. So that's awesome. Andy is, of course, joined with us for the conversation. Andy, how you going, brother? I'm very good, thanks, General. Yeah, yeah, really awesome, good, man. Thanks for thanks for teeing this one up, mate. It's really good. I'm glad we were able to get it over the line for tonight's show, which is awesome. Um, Too easy. Man. Yeah, looking forward to it. This is this sort of stuff, like I was saying in the pre pre show conversation chat. Um, you know, it's very a lot of this is, uh, I guess, new to me. In the sense I've only been sort of into it for maybe a year or so. Um, obviously, people out there know what my main focus is, but this sort of side of things is really interesting, and I'm. I'm getting a lot out of it, so I hope to really enjoy this conversation, and I hope everyone else listening does as well, because I do believe it plays a big part in in where we go from here with such a such a shit year we've had. <laughs> Let's be honest, it's terrible, um, and I think we need to, I guess, rise above all this, and we're going to find out, I guess, how to do that um, in tonight's show, mate, so it should be good, hey? Mm, yeah, that's right. Well, it's been a shit year for a reason. Mm, that's right. But you've been into this sort of this topic, I guess, for um, for a while now. You've read you know, plenty of books on this. I think you know you've you and yeah. I think you and the missus are also pretty much into this too. Um, yeah. Well, me and I mean Billy bounced off each other for many many years and probably amped each other up into this. You know. That's very cool. And eventually, and eventually, it's the only thing that makes sense. And and especially especially in the kind of world we live in now. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I I guess some of the themes in tonight's show, people who have listened to I guess bonus show number five with um, author Vindal Vandekoff uh, with regards to the the novel, um, you might see some of those themes that he talked about in their book in this show as well. So it's it's not just a, a work of fiction. It's definitely something that we need to do as a as human as a hum, human race really as humanity. Um, so let's look. Well, without further ado, um, let me just read this out for the folks who are listening. Our guest tonight is Marie Lepret, and uh, she currently practices as an intuitive energy, sound, and medical consultant, teacher, and mentor. Uh, and she's been working uh, and consciously expanding within those many roles encompassed above there um, for quite some time since about 2001. And without further ado, here she is um, to join us for tonight's conversation. Marie, how are you going? Hi, I'm very well. Thank you very much for having me on. Oh, thanks for sparing the time to come on this uh, little show of ours. Um, the main show, like I was saying earlier, Marie is um, is going very well, and there's you know we've got hundreds and hundreds of subscribers, and we've you know, we've just surpassed about the thirty three thousand download mark. So it's going quite well. It's only been going for three seasons, with about twenty four episodes a season. Um, so it's definitely gaining momentum. This one, of course, is. Like I said earlier, you're speaking to all of our wonderful supporters who like to support what we do. Um, so this is all for them and for the future supporters out there. So we hope they get a lot out of this. And uh, I may also do a, like I did with the last one, I'll p- sort of provide half of this show, I guess, for free for the for listeners. If they want to listen to more, then they can come on board and, and listen to it as well. So uh, we'll try and push you out there a little bit more, which would be good for you. 
Uh, but yeah, look, let's um, let's let's tell the listener who is who is Marie Lepret. <laughs> ah, well, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been this um, this this being who has been changing constantly since I arrived on this planet, but certainly since I guess the nineties. But who I am now, um, as you read, they're kind of my labels, if you like to have a label. But um, I'm someone who just sits very quietly doing my thing. Um, I have full faith in divine and I have full faith in spirit that um, whoever is meant to see me connects to me um, and I work with them. And, um, and my feeling at the moment is of now that I am meant to be reaching a wider audience, which was very much the message that I had actually when I went to the summit, um, the paradigm shift the other week mm. and met Andy. And when Andy approached me, that was like, wow, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> a bit of divine I, intervention. I reach a greater network. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I love those sort of synchronicities. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's my life. <laughs> We actually talk about that on, on the main show a fair bit too because Ethan, our other host um, who comes on the show fairly regularly as well in our main show, uh, he's very much into these sort of synchronicities as well. Like it, And we try to um, be very open and mindful of them when they appear and I guess you know tune in and pay attention because there's a message that's coming through with that, isn't there really? Absolutely. And, you know, when you really decide and, and discern your way into this, this topic, into these energies that you are spirit, um, you're a, you are a consciousness, that there is nothing beyond this, um, you realize that you are actually the higher being who is directing the show for you in physical. So um, everything that you experience is what we might call a synchronicity is a higher calling card, simply, as you said, for you to pay attention to, that there's another opportunity available right now. Mm. it's deep stuff I, I remember I, I think I mentioned this on our other podcast as well uh, it would have been a number of years ago let me just try and bring this up while I'm talking here uh, Andy do you remember when I mentioned that 11-11 um, phenomenon on, on the website <laughs> Andy are you just muted uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and how, <laughs> um, in, how yeah, interesting yeah, yeah, was actually, that taken... I know I and know. I wrote about even, that even so long ago <laughs> <laughs> even my stepson, like we'd never even mentioned about it, and he actually came out with it and says, "Oh, you know what? It's really funny. Every time I turn around or, or like um, at night, you know, and I see this eleven eleven, oh, oh my gosh, it's really happening. Yes. <laughs> even for people who don't even kind of expect it or, or like, you know, or well, what I would call like spiritually aware, it seems to be happening to random people. So it, it, yeah, it uh, took that, me by surprise." Andy, um, because I never knew what it meant. I would see it all the time, but I never knew, I never thought to look into it, never knew what it meant. I didn't know that that was, a, you know, like a signal that I should be paying attention to something, that something's going to present itself or, you know, and, and it's been happening. I, I can tell you now, since you said we were going to have some people from the shift coming on the show, I have been seeing 11 minutes past the hour, like, oh my God, several times a day, every day since then. And I, I would say maybe four or five times just today alone. And say my wife, and she's um, she's very open to that sort of stuff too in these messages. And we always just try and just pay attention to, you know, to what's going on at the time. But I love it. I love, uh, to me, that's that was a sign like, 
well, you know, then the tonight's show is going to be good and we're going to have someone to talk about these sort of things. And it just made sense to me. Like, this is maybe this is what we're sort of, we need to pay attention to. So I just found that quite uh, quite interesting. There was a nice little synchronicity there just in the open right there before the show. And it was great to see. So I've just put a, li- a link to that article that I wrote back in 2013, uh, Marie. So on realnewsaustralia.com, which is our my main website. So feel free mm-hmm. to have a look at that in the show notes afterwards. Yep. But yeah, um, so that's definitely a thing too. Like, have you you noticed the, the eleven eleven or the eleven minutes past the hour phenomenon yourself? Oh, absolutely. For many, many, many years makes, now, and makes me um, feel better. you know, I get excited. You know, I have my plateaus, and then I have my peaks of it as well. And and every time, this is my personal little mantra. Every time that I see it, I just send um, my prayer, so to speak, my words up to my higher self, saying, um, "Activate all energies within me now, in accordance to my highest will." So that's really what the 1111 is about. It's your recognition. It's your alignment to this higher self that you truly are. And, and again, all numbers, numero- numerology, um, they are codes, they are activations, they are light sequences that are working on such a deep cellular level. But consciously, um, if you can recognize in the moment you start to recognize 1111, and it could be 12, 12, 13, 13, 14, 15, 14, 14, 15, 15, or 22, 11, 22 is the other number that you might see. These 11 and 22s are powerful master numbers. They're they're huge activators. So um, it's always a sign that your higher self is coming online with you and you are becoming conscious to your higher self. Mm. Yeah, this, this might blow you away a little bit. It's today's that we're recording this on the 25th of November 2020. So, uh, you know, it's the 11th month. And I guess if you add 2 plus 5 plus 2 plus 2, that's also 11. So that's 11, 11 there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it just, <laughs> just blows me away. Isn't that yep. funny? I just thought I'd have a quick look at that. Oh, yeah, that actually adds up to that. That's 11, 11 there. <laughs> yeah, I am forever adding up my numbers. Yeah. That's a great guide in life. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I love it. Um, yeah, so let, let's um, let's take us uh, continue that journey of uh, of working out who who you are and you know how this all came about for yourself. So, what are you doing? What are you doing these days? Um, these days, I do a lot of Zoom presentations. I do a lot of work online. I've got my Facebook page and my website. Um, I run a lot of groups, individual groups. I've got a five-day group going. I do a sacred circle monthly. Um, I do groups as I'm guided to run them, and the right people always turn up. Um, but I've been doing a lot of teaching for many years. I just, I'm passionate about teaching. I'm passionate about energy. Um, so that's my main forte. And then that's where really my life changed is as I started to understand the power of energy. Um, but with that, then the constant evolution and, um, it just continued for me. So, um, that evolved into sound work and, and, um, I have what's known as a poly, um, poly, harmonic voice so there's many tones in one sound that I can do as I do healing work Um, I do healings um, obviously energetic healings but again I've never studied Reiki I haven't done any formalized courses as such I've just been on a path of deep intuition deep trust and um, learning how to navigate my own personal way through my own personal discernment which is really unusual for a lot of people because usually when you start this journey, everyone's seeking something. Everybody's wanting to find their information. Everybody's wanting to find something, a group or some sort of support network or the information they're acquiring. But it was quite um, ironic and, and spirit's a great paradox 
when you get to understand them. And if anything, I was the opposite, that spirit came searching for me and I wanted to run the other way. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, how so? Um, well, I, as I, I mentioned this at the um, Paradigm last week that, you know, my first awakening, so to speak, was back in 1987 and that was through a lecture when I was doing midwifery at the time and he was a prominent gynaecologist obstetrician um, who's written many books back then and as he was speaking, it was the first time I clearly saw his aura um, and he was just lighting up this whole, you know, conference room. Um, but back then you couldn't speak. No one knew about it. And yeah. um, I couldn't talk to anybody because you'd be locked up and crazy. Um, but I had luckily my aunt who was well ahead, a pioneer in, in this work. And so I called her to say, look, you know, am I crazy? And she said, you know, you're not. Um, just go with it. So I did and, and I could feel the, even then, the fear that was within me about this whole moment. So that shut down for a while until the 90s and um, and I had my first child and through that year it was just literally like the worst year of my life so to speak yet again it became in hindsight the best but everything that could have gone wrong you know those charts that you do where you you tick off all the heavy duty things that you have through the year and at the end of them they said you should basically be dead um, that was my year and to the point where I actually did try to leave this world um, because it was just so difficult and so hard and my life was crumbling. But, you know, 12 months from that date of um, trying to exit, um, the doorway or the dawn kind of opened and things just crashed and crumbled that were my supposed world. And then I was left with this very new clean slate that was ready for rebuilding and that was really the beginning of my walk um, and it was a walk of as I said and I mean it truthfully um, literally trust and faith learning in that again but just constantly asking for the guidance where you want me next and um, and you know I also said last week that you know, truthfully, I was probably the most negative, fearful person who's walked this planet. And I don't say that lightly. I was a very control freak, um, anal at times, you name it. But um, that yeah, just... Yeah. Um, Marie, you were working in, in, um, in a hospital, did you say? Yeah, I was a nurse. I was a, a registered nurse um, with my midwifery. And then when I finished in this particular Anna's Horribles year took place, um, I was a, an assistant director of nursing running a, a private hospital in Sydney. And it was just the end of the end where my heart, you know, when we're really listening and we, we all deeply know when things aren't right for us, but our head um, keeps saying, keep going, keep going, you've got to do this, you've got to, you have to pay the mortgage, you've got to keep doing this, you've got a good job, why would you leave it? You know, you've got that constant talk that's going at you. But um, it's beyond that when it's time, so to speak, to wake up. And my yeah. the hospital was just the shifts from hell and it was the final nail in the coffin where I just this one night slammed the door and just said, I have had enough. I can't do this anymore. And like my point of surrender, true, truthfully, um, and I literally heard from the ethers clapping and like, well, thank God she's finally listening. Mm -hmm. And I remember just laughing, thinking, are you kidding me? <laughs> wow. 
And then um, I took the chance, went home to my husband, who still to this day, bless him, is uh, not supposedly or not, you know, um, consciously walking this path like me. He's um, very black and white and... Um, and he just said, you can't leave. You can't leave work. You can't. We've got a mortgage, little kids. What are you doing? And I just said, I have to. I just have to do this. Um, so I took the, the leap of faith and, and that was where it started back in 2001. Wow. That's a long time now. And you know yeah. what? You just said, like, I don't want to touch too much on your personal life, but, like, a lot of people I talk to that become spiritually aware and, uh, you know, like really get set about raising their own vibration. If they're in the wrong relationships, um, it really comes out and the mm. relationships don't take long to, you know, people just have to go their own ways because when that calling is so strong, like and, and hearing you it obviously was, then the relationships just fall away. And yeah. I've heard that countless times, like it's just, and, and especially just in the last few years, I've just I've had so many conversations with you know people who have broken up for that particular reason, and it's and it's so uncanny and more evidence to me that that you know the great great rising or or vibration is re, is definitely rising in in the majority of humans. So mm. um, well, it's like this realization, Andy, isn't it? That there's just there's more to life than what is happening. It's not just get up, go to work, you know, earn the money to pay off the freaking mortgage, and then you know, yeah, you've got a couple of kids, you go through all that rigmarole. Like there's there is more to life yeah. than this this physical body side of this. There is more to it, isn't there? And people are, yeah, they're kind of realizing that. They and sometimes it takes a dramatic, you know really full-on thing to happen in their life for them to have that realization i guess you know f for yourself marie that that was i guess like you said uh, an, an attempt on your own life you know i mean and you kind of just you know it all just kind of went from there on, on, a, on, a, on a path of enlightenment in a sense yeah, well, you know, um, the moment that I actually did try and it was in a car, um, the wheel was taken literally out of my hand wow. and I missed this tree that I was aiming at completely. And again, that was the first time I really heard someone saying no. And I just fought and had this huge fight with them in the car and just said, no, I'm, I, that's it, I'm going. And it was like, no, but I couldn't touch the wheel. And then eventually, you know, I crashed and crumbled in the car in my own personal way. But, you know, it's it's an interesting um, concept. You know, we often hear what's called dark night of the soul. And we often have those moments um, in varying degrees because we all have different blueprints, different missions, different purposes here on earth. Um, but those, it's true, those I feel who um, not have such you know, great things to do because I don't put an emphasis on, you know, great and not great or good and bad or anything like that. We're all here for unique work. But... I think what it is is those that have us that have had very um, less than experiences, less than lifetimes, more negative than love-based lifetimes. Um, we tend to create more dark nights of the soul to um, as rites of passage to test ourselves and to push ourselves through into the the grander quotients of light that are awaiting. So many people will speak about dark nights of the soul. You hear that written by saints and mystics, and and, and I'm not saying I'm one of them at all. But, um, you know, I can see quite a few dark nights of the soul for me where, again, while we think, and again, this can be happening even right now globally for many people in this pandemic and what's going on in their own personal world with loss of jobs, loss of people, you know, mm. loved ones, whatever. 
But, you know, these are moments where, again, we perceive in the moment that things aren't right and they're not okay. But, you know, in hindsight, again, now what I would love to let everybody know is the paradox that spirit is, is that the opposite is actually true, that these are great moments of significant opportunities for um, enlightenment and greater shift and change. Yeah, you've just got to be open to, I guess, you you, know, you have to listen. you just got to, have, be, like you said, have an open mind and have an open heart and yep. and try and realize that yeah that, that that's really just a signal that you're receiving you know and you've got to work out how to i guess decode it in a sense to work out what it means but you've got to be open to receiving it in the first place don't you well you do and you know some of us like myself don't listen very well in the beginning and we're running the other way as i said earlier yeah, it takes, on it takes time yeah yeah so we create these incredible shake rattle and roll moments to get our attention and again, that moment is whether we choose to pay attention or whether we choose not to again, but always know if it's your time to awaken, then you're going to create another moment. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you can't get away from it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I agree. It seems this, you know, the pain of this year has definitely been like a massive opportunity for awakening with people. Yeah. Isn't that funny, yeah, Andy? No, I and sorry, Andy, I literally just wrote a note saying fear slash trauma and like I was going to say you know, we've suffered that much this year and I agree, like, you know, is this, is it, can we use this to, to awaken, you know, I was, is that where you were going? Oh, absolutely. Well, it's, it's like the divine is absolutely making it happen. So, you know, humanity needs a great slap in the face, you know, Mm. to, to, to push us through into an awakening, you know, to collectively awaken. And man, you know what? I, I saw this today. You know, like it just—it made me so much, like so much joy in my heart, like with this whole, you know, Qantas thing, and seeing the volume of people that are like even the neighbours in the office next to me at work, and randoms talking about it and and stuff about how you know we should be responsible for ourselves, and and how dare Qantas, you know, imply that we have to have this you know, pharmaceutical thing because, like, they say so. And, you know, we've said this before, General, like, this just wasn't going to happen even, like, say, three years ago, two years ago. It's a, it's it's amazing the, the, the uptake on humanity in this last six months has been absolutely incredible. Yeah, I think they could so, have done that, like you said, three or four years ago and they would have gotten away with it probably. I think so. In in the, in the height of the no jab, no play sort of business, they would have they probably would have yeah. gotten away with it. Yeah. Now I don't. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna. Well, look, whether they get away with it or not is a different thing. But you're right. The more and more people are actually seeing it for what it really is, and they're they're using that as a catalyst to kind of waken up a little bit and, and start doing their own homework on things. And for those people who are listening, and you're not too sure what we're referring to. Um, Andy was just alluding to the fact that Qantas has just come out recently. The the CEO, in fact, Alan Joyce. Uh, saying that they want um, pr- basically proof of COVID-19 vaccination before you board for an international flight into Australia. Um, and I don't know if you saw, just just to sorry, sidetrack very quickly, Andy, um, when I shared you that link um, with you and Ethan, and I showed you that in the paragraph where they said anti-vaxxers will be grounded in the brave new world, um, that, you know, that little sentence that they put, I went back this in the evening because I saw that in the morning. I went back that evening to um, have a look at that link and include it in a video I did. 
And the same link uh, takes you to a different, a slightly different article where they've reworded it, much of that and they've taken out that phrase. <laughs> I thought that was pretty yeah. funny. I had to go back on the Wayback Machine on webarchive.org to find it. So <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just, and it's just a testament again how weak really they are. You know, like like the whole thing will crumble in front of your eyes if enough people can awaken, mm. and and it's and it's happening. And like me and Marie discussed earlier, this you know late you know earlier in the day, it can't happen anyway. And, and Marie will explain that. Actually, you know. would you mind elaborating on that? Marie? It just what, can't, if you don't it mind, can't um, happen. If you don't mind going down that avenue. Yeah. Well, again, you know. As you become more enlightened, you and and how I sort of teach my groups is always to step back from what that physical aspect is as best that you possibly can. You know, the moment we find ourselves reacting to things, we're in our ego, we're in our fear. So we continue to play the game and we continue to energise that current consciousness. So with the vaccine aspect, you know, um, I like to kind of teach everybody too that, you know, Every soul, every being that you see, every personality is a soul first and foremost and, and the personality is just the ego presentation with many masks. But every soul is playing a role. So even those we might see like Alan Joyce or, you know, um, Biden, whoever we're looking at in the world, Boris Johnson, you name it, any leaders, any of the nefarious ones, so to speak, those souls are choosing to play a role too. Yeah, they're here to shift their own frequencies, but they're also choosing to play a role for many to awaken to. So with the vaccine, what we're seeing is um, on one level is again this next stage of a year from COVID that has been alerting people in their consciousness to the game that was power, a power game over us. But as you guys just spoke about earlier, you know, a couple of years ago with the no jab, no play, we allowed to take place. We gave our power to whoever to say, sure, you know better than us. Go ahead, do it. We'll, we'll be manipulated. We'll be blackmailed. We'll play this game of, you know, power over us. But moving into the new 5D energies, that can't take place. The game of fear, the game of power, the game of manipulation, coercion, um, any form of conformity, so to speak, and authority over another soul simply is completing itself now. So COVID's given us this great opportunity to get to this point of now. And through COVID, as you say, people are waking up. They've had this incredible opportunity to have time to sit back, to reset, to take stock and to have a look at this greater picture. And the souls that are meant to be waking up now are. So they're looking now and feeling this imbalance that does not sit with them any longer. So they're starting to arc up. And this is how, again, we're seeing major protests and people really coming into their voice and they're finding power that they may not have even had six months ago. And that's a good thing, but, again, we need everything in checks and balances. So the vaccine is just this next level of saying, here we are, we're going to show you another game of power and we want to take away your power because you've let us have it for so long. But as we're awake, we're saying, no, not okay. This is not okay. We have a voice. We are able to take our power. And as human beings, we're here for free will. We have free divine choice. And so this is where we're at at the moment. Many people, and, and I'm seeing it too in comments where I've seen the vaccine aspect, you know, 73% uh, of Australians are saying no to the vaccine or, you know, many people are making comments saying, no, I'm not taking it. 
in the greater energetic structure, and and this is a bit sort of might be hard and difficult to comprehend for some at this moment, but you know, bear with me. But as we raise our vibration and our consciousness, again, what we believe is what we see. So whatever it is we believe is what we're seeing, which is why we can be with somebody else and we might be looking at the same situation, say vaccine. But because I'm seeing and believing things in a different level, I will see a different outcome as opposed to someone who may be fully in deep fear and believes the vaccine is their saviour and their cure and their exit out of COVID, they will see this as their potential opportunity. In between, we've got the awakener who's going, well, hang on a minute, I used to think like that, but I can see this greater dynamic now I don't want to be a part of. So the shift is simply about that perception that we hold. And I know from my past experiences, um, and vaccine's a good one because years and years ago, my second daughter was one who came in to test me and to push me out of my old clinical um, comfort zones of nursing and, and old dynamics of paradigms of nursing and medical. And she had so many allergies and intolerances and, in and sensitivities to foods and drugs and you name it, um, and had many um, pre-arrest conditions and anaphylaxis. So me being the mother of this child, I gave my, my first two kids um, the routine vaccinations and they both reacted at their vaccinations. But back then the consciousness was, well, you keep going. We just give it again and you just Panadol them and you do everything you can before you bring them in. And we don't document they've had a reaction. We don't record this anywhere, ever. But if you have a, you know, an adverse reaction to penicillin, oh, we don't give that again. Now, I find that fascinating, and this is where the big pharma part's in. Mm. But moving on, she took me then to the school year. Now, here I am really coming into my own and awake, wakening up big time, but not where I am now. But my gut instinct again, my discernment was saying, and seeing this child who was not well most of the time, hospitalised every year, that I just knew in my heart of hearts, and this is the difference, this is when we're waking up, we go from our head and from the common knowledge, we go to that place within us that we learn to trust and we feel with our heart. And I just knew if I give this to her, I'm going to have a major event on my hand. But the consciousness back then was you just did that. You know, you had to do it. She had to go to school with vaccinations. But luckily back then we still had a clause of conscientious objector. Mm. So I remember going to see and I became very well read, very well versed on what those issues were, what her problems were. And then I discovered in the MMR, um, the main vaccine at that time, was egg white was a predominant factor and that was her major allergy. <laughs> So I went to my doctor and I said, I I'm, want a form, I want to sign this because she's not having the vaccine. He said, well, you can't do that. I said, well, yeah, I can. And this is, again, our power because, again, we don't think and we have this, these weird beliefs that we've been trained in and programmed to that doctors and people in authority know better than us and we have to cowtail, we have to kind of follow them, we have to do what we're told to do. That's when we're powerless. But I said, no, 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 no. I said, I, you know, have researched, blah, 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 told them everything. And luckily he was open 
that I said, look it up now in the MIMS, which is like your main pharmacological aspect for all medicines across the globe. Look it up and read the constituents with the MMR. So he saw egg white was in there. And this is this journey too that we go on as we awaken. It's not just waking up to going, oh, no, I'm not having that or no, I'm not doing that. But we each play a co-creative role with everybody. And we never know quite always what we're doing until the moment in or after that moment. And so as I showed him that this egg white was a problem in this allergy, in this constituent of the, the vaccine, he actually said to me, I had no idea. I didn't even know it was in there. <laughs> now, a lot of these people we give our power to don't even know what they're giving us. I can tell you that without a lie. Yeah. So he said, great, sign the form. So then my next level of fear got through that level of fear because it was a fear for me, like, oh, I'm confronting this person, you know, I'm confronting mm. the system. Then I had to go to confront the education department and say, I'm not taking, I'm not giving it. Can you, will you still accept her into school? And I remember going to the office that day thinking, oh, my God, they're going to harass me. They're going to say this. They're going to say that. They're going to, oh. and I thought, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm putting this out there that this is going to happen. No, pull back. Just see that you just go there, you say your truth, you stand in your power, you say nothing until you're asked, you just hand the paperwork over, you know it's going to be okay because this is what's in her highest good. And so I did. Not a, not a word was spoken and we left and she had not an issue. Now what I'm alluding to there is what I've learned over time is whatever I think is what I see in my world. So if I'm believing that this vaccine now is going to be a problem for me, then I'm going to play that game. But if I believe I want to raise my vibration higher and I discern and I listen if I'm doubting that and if I'm pretending or kidding myself because I'm not being honest and truthful to me. But if I know that I remain at a higher level and I know that that can't touch me or certain people can't enter my world because if I hold my vibration higher simply through the understanding of energies and, energies and frequencies and, and vibrations, you have a very different outcome to somebody else. And you can create your own outcome in your own world accordingly. And yeah. someone else might have their own different experience, but that's theirs, but theirs doesn't have to be yours. Yeah, and this is the energy of 5D. Does Sorry. that make sense? Yeah, it does. I just said it makes perfect sense. Yeah, and... Um everything there is exactly what I've sort of been thinking about the last sort of few months, you know, like, and we sort of talked about that, you know, I think in the past as well, Andy, you know, you've, you've kind of got to create the world you want to live in yourself and, you know, the things you believe, was it manifestation we were talking about? I think we was along those lines with regards to manifestation and, you know, you can manifest the things that you want to see if you think about them the right way and believe the, the things that you're, that you want to to come true to be true and all that sort of stuff you know like and uh and having that that positivity and the right sort of guess vibration about you um that makes sense doesn't it andy that like, was the same sort of thing yeah 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 you're on the same track yeah cool like um you've just got to be sovereign like from proper system and from from this like very low dense world that we live in you just got to do what you want to do, and that's like from everything, your job, who you mix with, the kind of food you eat, where you live, what you do, mm. you know, and 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 that's that's how I try and live my life. Like I just, you know, I, I, 
I, I try to be as different as I can to almost everyone around me and I live the way I want to live, mm. do the things I want to do, you know, and it's very, very different. And, of course, you know, I put off a lot of people, including my own family, but, like, you know, that's just, I can't help it. I'm right there with you, brother. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's part of the journey. You know, is. that is absolutely part of the journey. And and we've got to remember, too, in, in this journey that, you know, family isn't always an interesting topic because um, we choose our family, believe it or not. And many people have said, why would I choose these people? <laughs> but we do. And most of our family, uh, our family are actually our karmic players. They're our great karmic teachers. Um, and they're not necessarily all of our light family who we're going to be working with and continuing with on the higher vibrational fields. So we've come to meet these souls for that that moment of the teaching, for the moment of realising, you know, when we do awaken, wow, I can see what you're showing me, where I've been, where I was, who I was, and how that just does not sit with me any longer and I'm not part of that field anymore. So I have choice now whether I'm going to completely, as you said, Andy, lose my sovereignty, lose my power and continue to play the game because I think I have to and it's the right thing to do and it's what people expect of me or whether we find that deep sense of purpose in ourselves to say, you know what, it's time for me to step up and run my own show and just yeah. let me see where I can lead me and to find, you know, as I say to many, you know, the, the way forward now is to continue to discern for yourself what brings you joy, what makes your heart sing, what makes you happy, and don't do anything less but follow it. Yeah. Awesome. That's good well advice. Said. That's great advice. Yeah. And it's amazing where you end well, up. <laughs> Marie, have you noticed, like, both me and Billy, like, and this has been going on for so long now, like, I've got, like, screaming, ringing ears, and I've just, I've been feeling, like, I don't know, a little bit, like, like, just extra tired in the afternoons lately. Does that ring true with, like, how you've been feeling and, and other people around you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, this year particularly, again... Yeah. Um, you know, we've, well, I'll, I'll go back to the 12-12 last year, actually. That was another pivotal, energetic, um, cosmic portal moment. And on that particular date, the 12-12 of 2019, was when all beings, regardless, all beings on the planet, shifted into the 12 chakra system. 12 DNA strands activated and the 12 solar deity suns were activated along the spinal column. So we're moving into the high frequencies from last year. So it's not a surprise at all for me that COVID came along for a, a number of reasons. And again, you know, we can look at it from a physical perspective um, or we can look at it from that higher, I like to call the eagle vantage point perception, where we look for what the greater teaching is. And I wrote in the beginning of COVID on my page, I think, um, that I truly felt that COVID was kind of this mask that spirit used for the greater ascension symptoms that the world was now taking place and going to experience and undergo in this great awakening from that 12-12-2019. Because that's a huge energetic upgrade, massive frequential upgrading. 
So as we get these symptoms, you know, and many, I don't know if all of you do know what Ascension symptoms are, but they're, they're vast and wide and you can easily Google them up. But, you know, main ones are um, exhaustion. Um, you know, many are speaking of the ringing in the ears. Many are having huge gut issues, a lot of head stuff taking place, a lot of heart chakra issues. And it's not surprising with the COVID. So what what do we see? We see it all in the lungs and the respiratory system. So here we have the heart chakra under fire. So the heart chakras are well and truly being upgraded. They are being opened. They are being shifted. So again, when you have an upgrade, you know, if this globe was going to have this massive ascension uptake, then if we didn't have a rationale or a reason for that, there would be even greater panic. There would be such unknown and such fear qualities taking place of what is happening to me, where COVID kind of gave us the banner to say, oh, well, this is what it's about. This is what it's regarding. And I truly know that... Hi, folks. If you're enjoying this podcast, uh, this is only a teaser. There's another half of this show still remaining. Please head over to our Patreon page to listen to the rest of that show. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash Real News Australia. And there's another, at this moment, there's another five other bonus shows you can listen to for a minimum of only $5 a month. It's really is fuck all, folks. You're supporting a really good organization. We're trying to put out a lot of alternative media and some real news, and we've been doing it since 2012. Uh, we really need your help to keep going and to expand this operation and to make it bigger and better. The only way to do that is uh, with your contributions, guys. So this is our little way of doing it. We are throwing out some bonus shows. If you're really that interested in, in uh, supporting what we do, then you can get that bonus content just for you for a minimum of, like I said, five Australian dollars a month, which is not much at all, guys. Basically, you're getting two shows, and it's costing you like two dollars fifty a show, um, which is nothing. Because we do about two a month, sometimes more, depending on, of course, availability of guests and so forth. But hey, please do show us your support. Jump on over to the Patreon. There's a link in the show notes, of course, and um, yeah, you'll get the rest of the show there, as well as a few of the other bonus content shows that's available right now. Thanks again. <laughs>